Welcome to Three Blondes One Battle. Hey guys, how are you doing? Hello. Hey Bobby. Hey Nikki. Excited to be here with you guys today. Hi. Hi. Yes, I'm excited to talk about breathing. Um, which sounds so silly, but here's the thing all about how, huh? I just said all things breathing. <laughs> all things. The one thing that we Let's can actually like control um, our breathing. Um, the thing about this topic, I feel like a lot of people immediately go towards, oh, well, that's a yoga thing. Oh, oh yeah, they do that in yoga. Um, yeah. And, you know, whether people agree or not with yoga, um, there's something to be said about why, why do they always focus on the breathing? Um, yoga doesn't necessarily, you know, I, I do have friends that are like, oh, that's a spiritual act of whatever you're calling weird gods into your, it's like, nah, I don't know. I don't know if I believe it with that into that, but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to breathing, you know, there's tons of studies about how, um, you know, by controlling your breath, you can control the other organs in your body. And when it comes to multiple sclerosis, um, you know, when you do feel that, that sudden kind of, um, you know, when you feel like an attack coming on or like, um, you know, you suddenly start feeling something in your leg and you tend to like begin to panic or like you panic. Yeah. Or you like focus on it. Right. And you're just like, Oh God, I can't, no, I can't have an attack right now. And then like, I've got way too much going on in life right now. What if, what if this, you know, what if I, and all of a sudden, like your brain starts spiraling, like what escalates? Yes. Yeah. And so if you're able to turn off that fight or flight mechanism of you freaking out with your breath, wouldn't you want to have that tool to just be like, whoa, 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 Nikki, like chill out and then just go to, I don't even know, go somewhere and go breathe. Like we tell our kids, Tara. Well, well, yeah. I mean, hello, I need to breathe all day with my kids. Holy crap. But, um, but to your point, like when you said that fight or flight thing and that neuro response, like if you think about our, our MS is, has everything to do with our central nervous system. And that's exactly what the breathing is triggering in our, you know, it's a part of the mm-hmm. ner- central nervous system um, to trigger that and to kind of change our emotions by altering that signal that goes to our brain. Yeah. Yeah. So of course, you know, we want to have those tools. So you're able to practice that in life. Um, you know, cause brain scans do show that slower breathing reduces anxiety and fear while increasing the ability to reason. <laughs> so you can like actually talk yourself out of, whoa, 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 chill out. And then there's also like many, many benefits. Um, Bobby, Bobby's going to talk about, it's not just, you know, for managing multiple sclerosis or anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, you know, our podcast, you know, we talk about MS because we all live with it. And, you know, this aspect, everybody can benefit from, especially, you know, having stress at work and, you know, family problems too, so many things. So um, there are a lot of mental and physical benefits. So uh, it will help lower your stress, which is huge because stress is the underlying factor of a lot of things, mm-hmm. uh, manages your anxiety and PTSD, 
improves your focus and reduces addictive behaviors, but it also relaxes your muscles, improving muscle function during exercise and preventing strain, which this is so huge, especially in exercise, like makes sense, um, reduces mm -hmm. blood, improves circulation, mild weight loss, because what happens when you're stressed out? You cortisol. hold on that cortisol, right? That weight gain, mm -hmm. um, help your nerves. And that sugar spikes. I saw that it controls sugar spikes, which yeah. I think is interesting. I, I, it's how does that do that? Mm -hmm. right? um, increasing how much oxygen is in your blood, which is so beneficial health-wise, making it easier for your body to release gas waste from your lungs, um, useful for tension headaches, enhances sleep, but it also strengthens your diaphragm, decreases the work of breathing by slowing your breathing rate, decreases oxygen demand, and use less effort and energy to breathe. Because when you think about it, it takes a lot of work every single day. You There's no break for the rest of your life. So this is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and true. Like, amazing automatic atomic function of our that we have mm -hmm. yeah and it's one of the things that I know when Dylan was a toddler I think a lot of people teach our toddlers to well so belly breathing is like or maybe I'm just weird and I taught Dylan that because I'm just like okay lay on your back <laughs> did you guys do that did you guys no? no but I definitely said all right take a deep breath yeah. and count to 10 like yeah. that oh. I mean, okay breath. I'm yeah. always like breathe like my daughter, she can get overwhelmed pretty quick. So I have to take her away from the situation in a calm, mm -hmm. quiet place. And then do a lot of deep breaths, like deep breaths. Yep. And so I'll do it with her. Yeah. Um, I even do it with my athletes, like coaching volleyball when they get really worked up. I do the exact same thing. And I, I don't know, I guess I never really clicked with it, but it works. It really does. Yeah. So just making this part of like your everyday routine, whether it's first thing in the morning, I know with kiddos, like we don't do it really anymore because he's 13, but we would lay on our backs in my bedroom because that's where <laughs> prayers always happen. And we would just do breath, belly breathing before bed, like just for funsies, like it's fun to a kid to do that with mom. Um, but you know, so whether you do it at night or midday, or you go out to your car, you know, um, at work, you're having like, I don't know, your boss and you just need to like get, you need to go before you say something you shouldn't and go breathe. So belly breathing is actually exactly how it sounds. It's just finding a comfortable position. You don't have to be laying on your back, but I mean, it's, it's easier if you're teaching children, um, and you inhale slowly with your belly. So a lot of people breathe with their shoulders and you, you get taught that, you know, in yoga classes or even in fitness classes, you know, if your shoulders are raising with your inhale, you're doing it wrong. Your, your belly should be going out and then it should be going mm -hmm. in. So the belly goes out for four seconds and mm -hmm. then you exhale for four seconds. So out and in, so that's, that's belly breathing. It's super simple. Um, it's also known as parasympathetic or the calming rest and digest, uh, breathing. So that's kind of cool. Um, coherent breathing is another mm -hmm. thing. Um, the average person breathes 15 to 20 breaths per minute. 
Uh, so this is trying to slow it down and this sounds crazy. And actually, once you start trying it, you're, you're going to feel like you're suffocating yourself. So, I mean, don't, you know, don't go to the extreme. If you're practicing, you don't have to go to this extreme of five breaths per minute. I mean, that gives me anxiety just saying it, but there's people that can do it. You know, I mean, it's people that actually practice this every single day, year after year, and they can really slow their breath down to five breaths per minute. And it really lets your brain at that pace it lets your brain know that everything's okay. So, I mean, it makes sense. So that's actually a way that you can practice that. And we were talking about that before we went live and it's a little, I, I don't know. So it's interesting me saying this. I wonder if people are like, oh yeah, I do it. I don't know what she's talking about, that that's hard. So you can like download apps. I know Calm, Calm app has, Calm is a little expensive. So I'm trying to think of like another app that's cheaper. I'm sure there's apps out there, breathing apps. So they'll actually like, um, three, two, one, and then it'll go, and then it'll be like, breathe in. Well, Nikki, I think you're, right. this is so important. I've, I've never downloaded an app, but I will tell you like the, for when I first started thinking about this and I talked to you guys like three weeks ago, uh -huh. you know, maybe a little bit, or when we went to the yoga class, she did the yoga class, but then she, she, for 30 minutes, all we did was breathing. And I will say like, I think there's something to like someone instructing you through the, like, like, like almost like a, just like an exercise class, but like the breathing, I'm like, I definitely felt, uh, the benefits of it, but to do like, you know, like you said, the app, maybe just to, I don't know, it helps to like have someone leading you through some of these breathing techniques and I'll get it into a couple other ones, but I, um, was definitely, um, just intrigued with what I had experienced in her class just, a, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, um, when we just had 30 minutes of just, you know, cause I get yoga. We, you know, you focus on breathing, but it was like to the next level, some of the different techniques she used of just 30 minutes of breathing and doing some different things and being really specific with it. Yeah. So coherent breathing is actually, um, when you, it's not a deep breathing. So there's, there's the thing about breathing exercises, there's many different kinds. So, mm -hmm. you know, laying on your back, doing belly breathing, that's not deep breathing. This coherent breathing is not deep breathing. You're breathing in through your nose and you're breathing out through your mouth. Um, and so, you know, obviously you're, again, you're not using your shoulders, you're using your belly, but you're more focused on breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth. Um, now box breathing is something that I was actually taught in Matt Rowe's uh, class his eight week course called thrive for those that don't follow him. I would ha absolutely highly recommend following him. His course is eight weeks and everyone in that course manages MS. And of course, Matt Rowe has beat MS. Um, so he taught us that U S Navy seals actually are taught box breathing. And, uh, that is what they do when they're in conflict and, you know, obviously seals do the hardcore stuff. And so that's what they do to kind of keep their composure. That is starting, uh, in a seated position, or you can, you could be standing at the grocery store. I don't know, whenever you feel an exasperation coming on, you inhale to a count of five, you hold it for a count of five, you exhale for a count of five you hold it for a count of five. So this one, actually, I thought I was going to die the first time I tried it. And he wanted us to do 10 in a row. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Um, the <laughs> you, do feel, you do feel like- I like that box breathing. When 
Yeah. When you shared that with me for the first time, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. So I've gotten, so I practice every day. It's been like eight weeks now. And I would say I get to four very easily. I have not been able to reach five seconds. So it does take, I mean, and that's practicing for two months every day. So it'll take a little bit, but how amazing would that be to have in your toolbox the minute you feel something coming on? I mean, Matt uses the example of he's at the grocery store. If his leg starts, I don't know, if he starts feeling it shake a little bit, he'll stop where he's at with the grocery cart and he'll do some box breathing and it'll pass. Like that's an amazing tool to have and to get good at. Um, but I know um, Tara has some more. So those are just three, belly breathing, coherent breathing and box breathing box breathing. Yeah. I mean, the, a few more, um, you know, you had, and this is kind of came from more of the yoga realm, like the, where they, which they call the fourth limb, which I thought was interesting, but you had the complete breath, um, which means like a very long, um, and includes an expansion of the abdomen, chest and neck region. And so the breath helps to calm the mind and develop deeper awareness. But, um, so while you're laying down or sitting, I think it's easier to when you first start to lay down because you're, you know, you're really getting used to your body doing this type of breathing. That's just my own experience, but um, you can do it laying down or sitting down, um, sitting up, but you place one hand on your belly, the other hand on your upper chest, and you inhale slowly, deeply through the nose. And then drawing the air in to the lower abdomen, like Nikki, you mentioned, like uh, paying attention to that, not the shoulders, but the abdomen and the pelvic area, feeling your hand raised. So you're feeling your hand raised with your belly and you're continuing to inhale, you know, inhale. And then finally you draw that air in to the upper chest. You allow your collarbones to rise and you feel, um, you know, your chest rise. But then at the peak of it, you're exhaling, you pause for a moment and then you exhale. Um, and you reverse the order. And so you release that upper chest first, then the diaphragm, then the ribs, and finally to the lower abdomen. Um, so, you know, obviously you, it takes practice and you can perform a few rounds of it. That was called the complete breath. Um, and I think Nikki, you'll probably provide a link. Maybe we'll just share some of these. I think you guys need, you know, everyone probably will want to just do their own research because we're here talking about it. So unless you're taking notes and you might need to go back and just like, you know, you're going to have to review like, okay, I'm about to do my breathing exercises. Which one do I want to do? Um, there's the alternate, alternate nostril breathing, which Nikki, you had some experience doing. I've never done. Um, it's for when you're feeling like kind of anxious or ungrounded. Um, but you practice alternating the nostril, um, breathing known as, like it's a yoga yoga tradition so maybe that's because yeah. you've done more yoga than me um so basically you hold your like right thumb over your nostril right nostril you, well, you don't have to deeply. like stick it in your nose you can just go like this <laughs> no like right there well I didn't stick it in just so you know it just was on top of it you know so yeah that that and then you're you're gonna have your left nostril open um anyways very funny Nikki uh, deep into it. Yeah. So it looks like this. You're, you're gonna look for those that are watching on on Zoom or on Facebook. It looks like this. It looks so ridiculous. You inhale and then you exhale and then you hold it. Then you inhale and then you exhale. And mm -hmm. you inhale, exhale, repeat. So you look like a total nerd ball. But actually, like I, I like that one. Well, if nobody's watching. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you're kind of mastering that, you know, you're trying to master the, even the outflow of air and um, the inflow of breath. And so, yeah, uh, you might want to do that for three to five minutes or whatever, I guess you guys are deciding to do if you're trying to practice or get engaged more in um, breathing exercises. And the last one is kind of this energizing breath. Um, so when you're feeling blue or sluggish, this is one, this is a good one for feeling kind of blue and sluggish, um, and trying, trying this one, but, um, it talks about beginning to relax those shoulders, taking a few deep breaths full from your abdomen, and then you start exhaling forcefully through your nose. So this is a little bit different. Wait, through um, your nose you or through your mouth? Yeah. Yes. No, through your nose. So you're through, you're relaxing your shoulders. You're taking a few deep breaths, full breaths from your abdomen, but now starting to exhale, exhale forcefully through your nose, followed by forceful, deep um, inhalations at the rate of one second per cycle. And so this is what we did in that one class. She did a lot of this. And so it was interesting having her lead us in that, but, um, you know, I did like, a, I guess, it does have a warning with this, not a warning, but they're like, be careful, you know, just make sure you're aware of your body, you pay attention to your body and that you don't feel like you're going to pass out. Wait, so, start so, by so, okay, so, so I can't visualize this. So, so are you inhaling like out, 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 like out, out, out with your belly and then out, out, out through your nose? Or are you like, like, I feel like you would snot everywhere. Like, it's not like a, you're breathing, right? Like, yeah, you know, I, it's like, well, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, it just says begin relaxing your shoulders, taking a few deep breaths. So you're going to, from your abdomen, taking a few deep breaths. And then when you start to exhale, you're forcefully exhaling through your nose, through for, followed by forceful and uh, inhalations at the rate of one second per cycle. I, we could oh. probably even look up on YouTube, something just shut, like having, you know what I'm saying? Like the inner, you know, but yeah. Um, and start, and they want you, you know, just recommend this start by getting 10 breaths, um, in then breathe naturally and notice the sensations in your body for about 15 to 30 seconds. So it's just, it's different than it's definitely, I feel like, um, it was different when she was doing it. It was interesting. Um, but yeah. Wait, now did she do all um, of these back to back to back, like different breathing exercises back to back to back? Cause 30 minutes is a long time. Um, yeah, we did some different, yeah, she had different, us doing different exercises mm -hmm. for 30 minutes, different ones. Whoa. Maybe it was 25. So I would say, yeah, definitely remember. start out slower because otherwise you'll feel like you're going to pass out. I mean, I do think that with like breathing exercises, you maybe it end up being only eight minutes of the actual time. I can't remember. I just know we were on the floor getting ready. You know, like maybe there was some before relaxing, you know, where the intense or the focus part was meant to be yeah. like eight or 10, eight minutes. Yeah. So probably that. This is a great time to throw that disclosure in. We are not medical providers. So what happens right. to yeah. the podcast is not <laughs> our problem. We are not medical providers. <laughs> We are telling you to take it slow. And uh, if you feel yeah. like passing out, please stop. Just don't, don't, you know, yes, go back to regular stop. breathing. I feel like when it comes to breathing, you can, you know, obsess over it. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I can't breathe. Especially if you've ever, had, have you guys ever had panic attacks? Oh yeah. Horrible. Dude, don't, don't throw yourself. So interesting that we can. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, that goes beyond, but we could potentially have like, you know, control over something in our body that's an automatic function. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so this that this thing it says the brain listens to the lungs. So the way that we breathe has a tremendous uh, effect on how the brain functions. The messages from the respiratory system are very powerful and very rapid, and we think that they have top priority. Need proof? This is weird. If you're hungry and happen to stub your toe, and then you choke on your gum, all of oh yeah, which of those which of those three signals is the brain going to pay attention to? Breathing, of course. Pay attention to right you so die like, you're gonna die it was kind of funny like uh anyway yeah. yeah i mean but i know myself even when i think about my ms journey i mean i always wondered like why do i feel like i sometimes i always yawn like i like like i have like you know where i'm yawning a lot and i'm like i feel like sometimes it's my lack of having the energy to breathe appropriately to breathe right right to bring oxygen into my body Dude, that's a great point. Do you do that, Bobby? I notice that sometimes my, and it, it just kind of depends on like what's going on, like what stressors, like what's happening. Like I'll notice that because sometimes like it'll go away for a little while yes. and then it'll come back. Um, so I, I guess I've never really, really thought about it, I guess. Me neither. But I'm going to have to start writing that stuff down actually kind of see if I can get like a pattern. Yeah. And honestly, like that, that have that, I get that a lot. And, and people are like, why are you, I'm like, I'm not tired. Um, yeah, but yeah. I have, since I've been practicing these breathe, that has not happened to me once in eight weeks. So it's like, Oh, interesting. So maybe the more you practice breathing exercises, well, obviously it's not, maybe it, you just said like it benefits it. What does it do to your diaphragm? It, strengthens it strengthens it so i mean yeah that would make sense because Mm -hmm. wait but what does that have to do with lungs though so like if you can't if wait about oxygen yeah so it's strengthening your diaphragm so you're not like constantly taking like continuous breaths all the time Um, right it's going to help you like slow down your breathing. So you're taking less breaths of like, you know, everything that you guys were talking about, but it's going to like help with like less effort, less energy, um, because you're building that strength in your diaphragm to breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that makes sense. So if I've been practicing, I haven't, but I, that is something that now that you say that, I'm curious if other people experience that too, that manage, they don't have Emma, you manage it, manage MS. Um, that's interesting. Cause that's always been something that people are like, what are you, why are you yawning all the time? <laughs> I don't know. Right. Anyway. I know. I feel like I'm like weird. <laughs> well, you are, but you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. All right. Well, geez, what else can we say about breathing? I, I think we covered all the, this is probably going to be our, our shortest podcast, but I, I just think that like, 
putting it out there that you you are able to if you feel something on get yourself out of that spiral immediately because we've all been there managing ms we feel something coming on it is the number one disease of the unknown we don't know what's going to happen when it's going to happen how long it's going to happen it's literally the disease of the unknown so what what greater tool could you have in your toolbox in life than being able to stop that before you spiral into the what ifs? Oh my gosh, what if I never, what if, whatever, like I don't have time for this. I can't, this can't be happening, right? Don't you agree? Oh, I agree. I think, you know, you know, the older that I've gotten, the more that I've realized, like looking back, like being very reactive like two emotions, what I'm feeling. And then mm -hmm. the spiral effect happens. And then you feel like you don't have control that you can't. And you know, all the what ifs, oh, I can't do that. You know, I used to be terrified to even move my body because um, I thought I was going to make my MS worse. And that was far from the truth. Because, you know, I had other people tell me things, doctors. And so like, you have to be like your biggest like advocate for yourself. Like you have to go out and like do the things yourself because you know something might be working for someone might not work for you, but it doesn't mean that you can't try and see versus not understand the, the full information on something and just having an opinion about it without really understanding what it is or what it could do for you. Yeah. yeah and I would say all three of us have all said that, you know, um, it's stress is a trigger for us, right? So stress is like something that we feel like will increase, you know, is it um, flares up our MS or something comes on um, a, a new symptom or a new um, relapse. But if we can reduce our stress and if breathing is one way to dramatically reduce our stress and how we hang, handle anxiety and other aspects of our life, mm -hmm. then when that, that would definitely be benefiting our MS. I mean, yeah. And I think with the whole breathing, like subconsciously, you know how like subconsciously you don't really like know that you might be stressed. You mm -hmm. might feel, oh, I got this under control. But in reality, subconsciously, you don't, you really are stressed. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with this breathing, I feel that it's getting more in tune to yourself and understanding yourself a little bit more mm -hmm. and becoming more aware of these things. Yeah. Because you're challenging yourself with your breath. Mm -hmm. So you're becoming mm -hmm. aware of like feeling your body, feeling emotions, like everything, the after effects of coming from it. So my mind is just rambling right now with all this. No, all it's this so good. It's so good. Yeah. And I think, you know, a topic that we'll cover later down the road, we'll probably find an expert because I'm definitely not an expert, but it ties into meditation. Um, it ties into, uh, again, yoga, um, can't wait to have Dan on the show. He's beating colon cancer currently. So as soon as he beats that, he'll come on the show and talk about yoga and just how he's utilized that, but yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see yeah. you next week. See, see you guys. soon. See you guys. Take care. Right. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.